0: Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Well, it's been a full-on week and a half of integrating since my Vipassana journey and the podcast that I shared with you last week. And this week, I had the absolute pleasure of having a conversation with the incredible Ashley Matkovich, who is the owner of Fusion Biz Co., Fusion Bizco is Perth's leading small business community for female entrepreneurs, and this interview is an incredible insight into Ash's lessons in business and life. And I know you're going to get so much from it. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. I'm so excited to be having this conversation today with the beautiful Ash Matkovich. Ash, how are you feeling today? I am feeling pumped. I haven't done um, a podcast interview in a
1: long time, so I'm actually super excited to, I used to actually host interviews like um, be in your position, but it's exciting to be on this side now.
0: I agree. I think it's so fun to hear what comes through when people ask directed questions and you kind of get to find out a lot about where you're at as well and and appreciate your journey. And you've had quite an exciting journey. So I'm really excited to delve into your world and, and share with the listeners who you are and what you do. So I think just starting off with, can you share a bit with our listeners who haven't heard of you before a bit about who you are and what your business is in the world?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I have actually had a long journey in business. I was cleaning up my office the other day and I found like a flyer for the very first event that I hosted and it was 10 years ago. I'm not even kidding, like 2012 was so. that. Yeah, 2012, I hosted my first event. So wow. um, so yeah, I've been running events for a long time in Perth and it started out, I mean, my business is Fusion Biz Co and that is um, business networking. Um, it's actually the biggest business networking group for women in Perth, in WA, because we've expanded into Albany as well. So that's pretty exciting. But obviously, it didn't start that way. <laughs> it has been a long road to get there. It started out as social networking. So I had just moved back from London and I was looking to make new friends in Perth because it's not so easy once you come out of school and you, you're trying to make new friends, you know, like it's it's really difficult because um, like you go out to bars or whatever and you, you say hi to someone they're like, why are you talking to me? You know. So I wanted to create a space where people would come to an event and actually be open-minded to make new friends and be there for that reason. Anyway, so that kind of spiraled into um, business networking because I was getting really into the business side of things and wanting to grow my business. So I started going to business networking events around Perth and back then, that was probably six years ago now, Back then, it was a very different scene to what it is today. So it was a lot of, um, I'll paint the picture for you. It was a lot of like men in suits passing out business cards, which didn't really get past surface level. And I am, one, I am one who loves to have a deep conversation rather than I hate small talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think I'm not alone in that as well. I think a lot of people don't like small talk so um yeah i started going to business networking events didn't really like them thought i could do it better so i started an event called round table dinners in perth and that was for women in business to come together, and um, we would go around the table, and everyone would talk about their uh, business and their wins, and then we'd talk about their challenges in business, and then kind of mastermind that with it around the table. So you feel like you, you're walking away from that networking event like you really got to know the ten or twelve other people sitting at the table. And mm-hmm. um, and since then, my like my whole world lit up. I was like, this is definitely what i meant to be doing. So I kept. Running dinners and coffee catch ups and things like that, and then I found that I really wanted to, um, you know, form stronger connections with these people because you would see them at an event and then you probably wouldn't see them for another few months until they come back to another event. So. I thought I would launch um, a membership where we would have the online space to connect when we're not seeing each other in person, and then the in-person events, which would make those connections even stronger. So I launched the membership in 2017, so it's been going for four years now, and uh, launched with, I think, about 50 members in the first time, the first day, and then, um, Yeah, it's just kind of grown. I mean, hit stumbling blocks along the way, but it's definitely grown from there. Now we have almost 400 members in WA. So that's kind of, yeah, how how I got to this point.
0: (laughs) That's so beautiful. And I'm sure, you know, so many different growth experiences and we'll have a chat about a couple of those, but I love the idea that you really, you know, noticed a need and you noticed that there was a problem and obviously had that experience of just, what you didn't really enjoy in networking events. And then from that birthed and created something different and something that's really quite innovative. And, you know, whilst there are, different networking events kind of popping up here and there. I think establishing yourself as that leader, especially in Perth, it's, you know, your brand is so strong there and it's like the go-to for women in business with networking and you're right at past the surface level. And obviously you have, you know, amazing guest speakers and things like that, that come to your events as well. Uh, But I love those ideas. And I think, you know, the, the support that people do need as well, just not only socially, but in business is such an important piece of the puzzle. So As you like, because you've been in business, obviously, for quite a while now, you would have obviously experienced some challenges and things like that. What what in those sort of early days in the first few years were were some of your biggest challenges that you had to overcome? Because I think when anyone's starting a business or they're new in business, there are kind of those make or break points where it's like, am I really going to make this a viable business? What were some of those for you?
1: Yeah, so like you hear about the businesses that, you know, I earned six figures in six months, blah, blah, blah. That really wasn't me. Like it took me a long time to get my bearings in business. And it didn't actually turn a profit until probably two or three years in. I remember yeah. sitting across from my accountant and he was like, what are you doing? Like he just, he he literally had no hope in my business at all. He was like, why are you funneling so much money into this? You're just making a loss. And um, <laughs> So yeah, for me, it wasn't, wasn't the easiest road, but I kept at it. And I think that's the biggest thing is like sm- small daily steps will eventually get you there. And then you'll look up and you'll be like, oh, wow, I can make a living from this. So yeah, I was working in my day job um, for yeah. probably two or three years before I was able to quit. And um, I hated my day job. It was it was draining me. Like Like I said before, I'm an introvert and I was going into an open plan office every day. So it really did drain my energy. I love and, how
0: you're an introvert, and you, mm, yeah, you have a networking yes. business with like 400 members. That's <laughs> hilarious. They're all on the, they're all online except for the in person events, right? <laughs> introvert yeah, stuff. Exactly. So two to three, two to three years. So your vision must have really pulled you through that. So, you, like, was that what got you through? Is like there is something bigger here, and just trusting that vision. I think so. I
1: think it was more of an intuition thing, to be honest. Like I say, yeah. I don't really know why. I kept running events because every event that I put on, I would think, um, you know, as an introvert going into a networking event can be very, very daunting. So I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm going to say the wrong thing. Why are people even coming to my event? There was so many doubts rolling around in my head Mm. and I didn't know why I kept putting them on, but my intuition was driving me so strongly at that time that I, yeah, I knew that this be my way out of corporate eventually i just didn't know how in terms of monetizing the business because events don't make any profit um but eventually like the membership model came a a real possibility for me because the demand was there so um yeah i think my business was very intuition driven
0: um yeah i didn't even know why, why your accountant didn't understand it. Exactly. <laughs> is, that still actually, your, is that still your accountant or do you have a new one? No, I have a new one. And yeah.
1: she's, she, <laughs> she's yep. actually one of my um, fusion ambassadors as well. She, um, yeah, okay, she but... believes in me a hundred percent. And I think you need that around you as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what would you say then one of your biggest sort of lessons has been in your business journey? If you had to kind of think of one of the top one or two. The
1: biggest lesson, mm, I would say my biggest lesson would probably be having to separate my self-worth from the business. So realizing that I am not my business, especially I guess with a membership model, it means people are going to cancel and it doesn't always mean it's because of something that you've done. Mm. So people like with, with a normal business model, people might come to you and then maybe just not come back, but with a membership model, they actually have to physically tell you they're canceling. So you have to have that conversation so many times. Um, yeah. I mean, so that so that's been a big journey for me is making sure that I separate my self
0: worth from Can you the- talk about that a little bit more because I think that's a really important lesson for a lot of people in business is it mm-hmm. is when it's your own business and it's kind of like your baby, it's very easy to attach your self worth and make it personal. So how yeah. do you do that? Like what what's the thought mm-hmm. or healing process that you go through for that?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess because it is your baby, it is like, it is a um, an extension of you. So when someone's rejecting that, it is so easy to take that as a rejection of you personally. And as you know, a lot of like, you know, rejection is the num- number one fear of humankind, you know? So, um, I mean, I guess it, it has been a long journey for me. It's still, I would say like only within the past 12 months I've come to like I don't handle the cancellation emails anymore because I've got a team that works on that for me. But I still do become close to the members, and then then I hear they've left and whatever. But and you know, it's everyone's on their own journey. But right. um, yeah, I think for me, it's just been making sure I I come back to me and I'm making sure that I'm fo- I'm intentionally focusing on the value that I'm bringing. So I'm I'm remember I'm conscious because it's so easy to think of a negative thing. And it's like, I've heard a saying before, like um, a positive thing is like Teflon and then um, a negative thing is like glue, you know, like you can hear 10 positive things and forget them and hear one negative thing and think about that for five days straight, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, it's just remembering the value that I bring. Um, and also like, you know, remembering, looking at the testimonials, the, the hundreds of testimonials and messages that I receive every day that that people are getting value from it and yeah all I can do is work from the heart I can just all I can do is give my best from the heart and know that I've given that and that the right people the right people will come and get value from it and then you know leave when they're ready as well so yeah I guess it's just been working on my confidence and my self-worth and making sure I'm not
0: receiving my confidence boost from outside of me. Yeah. I think that's such an important lesson. That's, that's huge. And I think that's one that a lot of people listening to this can just like tune into and really have that reminder that, you know, it is so easy to, take it all personally. And when you actually shift that, and I think it's really clever that you have a different team that handle the cancellation mm-hmm. emails now, and obviously yeah. insulate yourself from that. And that, that definitely helps as well. So, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast there on that turning point of taking the leap, maybe they've just recently taken the leap or they're wanting to take the leap and really like quit their day job and follow their dream. But there's maybe a bit of fear or a bit of, you know, the practical monetary side of things of maybe that, that day job is paying the bills and there's that that trepidation to take that leap what advice do you have for people listening to this that have either recently taken the leap or want to take that leap
1: Mm, okay some well I guess some practical advice for when I when I left my job I it got really bad at my job so there was a point where I was like okay I need to get out of here so I saved Three months worth of income so that I didn't have to draw, didn't have that pressure of having to draw from the business in those first three months. And then knowing that if I didn't make it work within those three months, I'd have to go back with my tail between my legs to my job. I think that pressure really worked for me. And um, like, I, there's no way that was going to happen. So I just worked my little butt off to make sure that I was making enough within that um, three months. Um, I would also say, um, make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. I mean, obviously I run, um, a community based business and, you know, your family maybe aren't going to be the ones that provide that reinforcement when you're having those low days or when you are having that constant, um, mindset battles that entrepreneurship brings. So I would say intentionally get around the right people, whether that's, you know, when I first started, I was, um, Social media wasn't a massive thing then, but it's so easy to reach out to people that you admire on social media and say, Hey, you want to go for a coffee? You know, you don't have to be part of a massive network. You can create your own network of support people around you. So that's what I did. I was just, I reached out to people that I'd heard of that were doing um, like female entrepreneurs that were doing well in business. Cause obviously that's where I wanted to go. So I was getting around people that were a few steps ahead of me and, you know people are so happy to give back and share their advice and they they do want to help other people up and coming people so i would say just make sure you're getting intentional like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so make sure you're choosing those people wisely and they're doing more for your mindset than um yeah than you can do yourself
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think the practical side of things of saving your income is really important. And also the fact that the pressure worked for you. I think that that, you know, using a little bit of away from motivation is actually really useful of, I don't want to have to walk back tail between my legs. So I'm going to guarantee to make this business successful. And I think sometimes like- People can have too many comfort zones and fallback options. So they don't have to make something succeed. And I feel like I'm really similar to you on my path. I quit my corporate job and it was like, I had to make my business a success because there was no part of me that wanted to ever work for anyone else ever again. And so that pressure and that, that drive was like, I just, I pushed myself so hard that I'm so glad that I did. And there were people in my journey that didn't have that push and they had like some cushy stuff to fall back on and they didn't succeed. And they just sort of back working in businesses because they didn't have that pressure. And so I think sometimes short-term pressure can be actually super activating. So I definitely agree with that. And yeah, mindset battles, I want to just acknowledge the fact of what you said, the mindset battles that entrepreneurship brings. Obviously, I teach personal development courses. I hand on my heart, believe that having your own business is the best personal development course you can ever do (laughs) you know obviously I run structured personal development courses but the entrepreneurship and business owning personal development course oh my gosh it's like a tailor-made personal development course of oh okay you've got some stuff around self-worth well let's challenge you with this and trigger you with that and let's have these sorts of clients come to you and do you like what kind of things have you noticed around the, the real growth journeys people bring themselves in business and do you agree with that that it's like the best personal development course ever
1: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i think yeah. life that you what you need to learn at the time and i think yeah oh, like you can you can like literally try you know you can go to your course and i got so much out of your course and everything but it's the day-to-day mindset battles that you're coming up against that make you realize what you need to work on yes and And they make you have to work on them. Otherwise, your business won't grow. And otherwise, you won't be able to put food on the table, you know? So, yeah, I definitely think it's a fun journey as well. Like, if you look at it as I get to grow through this rather than, oh, my God, I have to deal with this again, you know? Like, there's there's been um, constant mindset things that come up for me. um, And I think it's overcome them within within my business. Like, when I first quit my job, I was having issues around um, not feeling worthy enough like like people would join the membership and i would be like why are they joining like i would have these thoughts of like i'm not good enough and so i went to see my kinesiologist and she really helped me through that figuring out where that came from and and giving me um and helping me clear that energy and work through that and i thought i had overcome that and then as i was going to the next level within my business starting to hire people and um starting to expand it kept coming up again. And I was like, what? Like, I thought I'd worked through this, but it was just a new layer and a new barrier that I had to push, push through. And, and you do, you push through it each time and then there's a new thing that you get to learn. So, yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's so fun. It's so fun. And I think you're right. Like you get to go through and grow through these challenges and some really powerful reframes that, that it's such an honor. You know, how cool is it to have the sorts of challenges that you have in business versus the challenge of having to drag yourself to a nine to five job that you hate, you know, I, I know what I would rather choose. So yeah, yeah,
1: I choose these problems any day. And that's an important thing to remind myself of as well Is like, we're, we're choosing these problems like you, in any life you're going to have a problem but I'd rather choose these better problems to have
0: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. so one thing that I uh, recognize that you did about I think it's about 18 months ago now is you interviewed uh, the amazing Lorna Jane at one of your Fusion BizCo events and I'd love to ask you what that experience was like for you you know interviewing someone of her I guess notoriety and her caliber how was that 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 experience and obviously you've had some incredible people at your events but what was it like interviewing her
1: now I would love to talk about this because Lorna was on my bucket list for since I started the business to to get onto the fusion stage so I actually flew her over to Perth to speak on the fusion stage stage I just had my baby at the time so I was planning this massive event it was really just me and the team then as well so I was mm-hmm. planning this massive event getting sponsors on board to make sure I could cover the speaker fee and everything like that it was a, it was a massive stressful time which actually led to burnout for me but that's another story yeah. with the Lorna thing she wasn't she was um obviously like I had put her on a pedestal big time I thought she was like the guru when it came to business and I had her in like um, like straight in my vision. Like she, I remember when I went to a networking event, like when I first started and the question was, what would you spend if you were given a cash injection in your business, what would you spend on? And I said, I would fly Lorna Jane over to Perth. And that was like four years before I actually got her onto the fusion stage. So it's something I'd visualized for a long time. And I got in the back door with her PR team by um, I'd actually interviewed Lisa Messenger and I'd had Lisa Messenger at an event and I knew she was friends with Lorna and she was like, if you ever need anything, let me know. And I was like,
0: (laughs) okay, (laughs) yeah. So yep. I
1: emailed Lisa and she was like, yeah, sure. She she like introduced me over email to Lorna. Lorna was like, yeah, here's my PR team. We'll see if we can tee something up. She said no to me for like the first five, six times I asked. <laughs> and so I kept emailing her PR team, letting them know what Fusion was up to and how we were growing and, um eventually finally her team came back and said Lorna will do it um she can come over in August and I was like oh my god that's just what, just after I'm having a baby but I'm gonna Aww. say yes anyway and figure it out
0: <laughs> wow
1: um, and I did and I had I did get some people to help me with that event um to help with sponsor management which I'm forever grateful for her name is Ali Belch love her so much um yeah so Lorna flew over she she was very particular in the way that she wanted things done and um, she definitely delivered on stage like she had some really gold advice and everyone at that event was just walked away so inspired so it, it definitely had everything um, that I'd hoped it would um, and you know after the event probably more so um, it was more for the credibility of fusions just saying that you know want to speak um, and also Lisa Messenger was massive as well for fusion at the time so just that credibility and that ongoing oh people people really started to take fusion seriously after that and so um, yeah I mean it was also a big lesson for me that you shouldn't put anyone on a pedestal because
0: yeah.
1: we are we are all even and and we are all pretty much winging it <laughs>
0: yeah. so yeah it that was yeah for me too i've seen her i saw her speak at an event just a few months before that i think and i thought it was awesome that you had her and i agree i thought it was a really incredible step for credibility and i love that you you did achieve that thing that was on your bucket list and i think i think sometimes it's amazing to it's almost like the thing represents what you are able to achieve versus what the thing even really is, you know, we, and, and, and that's cool in itself that there was something, there was a dream that you had and you pursued and you followed that dream and you achieved it. And you got said, you know, you were told no five, six times and you still made it happen no matter what. I think that's an incredible story. And I also, you know, I found that she had some incredible wisdom and I also feel like it helped me understand a bit more about her as the business woman. And I was like, wow, she's she's tough. She's a toughie. And she's no wonder she's been so, so successful because she is so particular. And that's what's obviously been part of her her success. So I thought that was That's a really cool story. So thank you for sharing that and well done. And obviously you're having another big name come on stage next month in in May in Perth. I'm going to be obviously running a presentation with you guys uh, for the Fusion BizCo around hacking peak performance and understanding your subconscious mind to rewire limiting beliefs and supercharge your life. And I'm so honored and excited to be able to share my message and magic and some processes with your amazing fusion community. So thank you for the invitation and oh I know know that that, yeah yeah. I know you're excited for me to share some NLP goodness with your community.
1: Yes. After I finished your course in Jan, so many people from Fusion were coming up to me and asking about it just because I did a couple posts on social media and everyone's so interested in it. So they are going to get so much from your presentation. I think in the course that I did with you the first day is probably my my key like learnings were from the first day. And I know that you've got to like even just give people mindset shifts within that one hour presentation that you're going to do. I really can't wait
0: oh, you know me, I'm going to try and cram the whole seven-day training for <laughs> <into> one hour. <laughs> but there are quite a few people through v- Fusion that are doing the training in May. And also, obviously, for people who are listening from Fusion, if they mention your name, they'll get a little course credit. So make sure that they, rec- they they let me know that they've come through Fusion and they'll they'll be looked after that way. So, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. And it was so wonderful to have you in the training. And just even though you've obviously grown and shifted so much in your entrepreneurial journey, I think there's always those tune-ups that we can do in a structured personal growth environment, like the seven day course. And I think to give yourself like seven days where you press pause on your day-to-day life and you get to actually look under the hood and clear out limiting beliefs and shift things for yourself. Like, obviously that's a, a profound gift that you can give yourself and your business journey too. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, it was been it's been, I knew it would be a game changer for me and it definitely
0: has been. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And so what would you say sort of one of your biggest takeaways was from it?
1: Oh my God, so many. Um, You know, you asked on the first day, why are you here? And I put my hand up and I was like, I can't make a decision. And then you were like, hmm, interesting. I wonder when you made the, de- the decision that you can't make a decision. And I was like, oh, my whole- You, spun I- on
0: that. you just <laughs> spun on that for like 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> I did, I did. And I was like, oh, I can literally decide what I want to believe and, and my characteristics. And I can decide my beliefs and make them a reality because your brain does filter for those that those in reality it's like your brain is an amazing thing so yeah anyway my decision making since then has become so much more solid uh even my my virtual assistant commented she was like wow you you really made those decisions quite quickly because normally I'm a a bottleneck for the business like I sit on things for a while. I have to really mull over them and think about them. But now I'm making much more stronger, confident decisions and backing myself. That's um, cool. Yeah. And also I think um, people pleasing. So I, I'm i a middle child and I think I definitely have middle child syndrome where I'm trying to keep the peace and make sure everyone's happy. And I think I've really stepped away from that as an identity. So I used to you know, call myself the middle child, but I have really tried to step away from that And, um, you know, stand up for myself and, and just, you know, I think people are respecting me more for that, actually, because, you know, I'm, I have, I'm a better leader. Um, Yeah. So, and it's funny because my, at the start of each year, I start an intent, I set an intention word. You probably do the same, but um, I meditated on this for a long time, like in December ish. And I, um, my word came to me and it was power. I knew my word for this year was going to be power. So I really wanted to step into my power as a leader, as a business owner, as a boss. Um, and I think the NLP course was just the perfect way to kick off the year because it really did make me, I mean, I've never really been a victim, but it really did make me, realize again that you have the power to change anything in your life you can change your beliefs you can change your situation you can choose how your life is so that's been the main thing it's just empowered me so much more so yeah that's why I mean in the first day we, we talked about that and I think the, the first day was just like a massive turning point for me and everything else was just icing on the cake
0: that's so cool I love that that suggestion that everyone listening to this, that reminder that you have the power to change anything in your life. And I feel like we can hear that. And the thing for me that's so empowering about the training is that you also learn how to do that. I think it's one thing to know you can do it, but not everyone knows how to do that. And I think getting the tools to know how to actually shift a belief and how to shift your mindset that's the missing piece for a lot of people. So it's, it's an absolute honor to be able to share this work with people like you that are just making already ripples in the world. And then it just makes those ripples even more powerful. So thank you. And yeah, it was fun kicking off the very start of the year. Cause it was like all the way back in the start of January. So it was wonderful. So look, thank you so much. I feel like this was a really beautiful window into your journey and what an amazing, incredible journey it is. And it's continuing to expand. And I know that you've got national expansion plans in the next few years as well well and you've already expanded obviously further into um, Albany in WA as well and that's been an amazing first step and knowing that that can be successful you've then got you know plans for expanding nationally so I just want to honor you and the work that you're doing and bringing people together and helping people become more empowered and informed and I just think you are a powerhouse and I'm really excited to get over to Perth next month and to be able to share the stage with you and to be able to you know help empower your community even more so so thank you for everything Everything that you are and everything you're doing. And as sort of one last closing piece, what what kind of final words of advice or wisdom have you got for our listeners who might be feeling a little, you know, maybe disempowered, a little stuck or like they're a little nervous to take the leap or just need a little shake up? What kind of last parting words have you got for our listeners?
1: Good one. I have two things I want to share first. Good. The first um, I would just want to share in the cor- in the NLP course, I set a goal. We set a goal into our future. And I set a goal that I wanted to make um, $100,000 in revenue before my daughter's birthday, which is 8th of May. Yeah. And, um, I just want to say that I'm only a few grand off of that. So Amazing. I'm totally going to make it. And that means that my business has doubled in terms of what, what um, I made last year. So I just want to say that that goal setting is so powerful the way that we did it with with you in the course and that um yeah it is so sweet to actually be able to hit that. I mean I'm gonna hit it and then we go to Hamilton. Happy up. birthday
0: Sakari's so gonna have the best
1: birthday present yes. birthday ever, Kyla. Yeah. Yeah we bought her a massive cubby house so she's pretty happy.
0: Oh, <laughs> um and then, and then we go- taurus, so she's a tourist like me so no wonder <laughs> she's a gem. So there you go. Yes.
1: She's a stubborn taurus. So yeah, that's, that's my story. I want to share, like just to, um, just to, you know, share that you can choose and you can make it happen. So yeah, Um, my final advice would be, I guess, to trust the whisper of your soul. So like I was saying at the start, that fusion was very much intuition driven I didn't know why I kept putting that on the events, but it felt like I had to. Um, I think you need to just trust the whisper of your soul because I do believe that every single person was put on this earth with a mission in them, and I think that if you're getting whispers to go and speak on stages, or you're you want to help women, or, you, or there's there's something special sitting on your soul, I think you need to follow that because you'll be divinely guided, and you will you know it, as long as you're you're staying in your own light in your own lane. And you're listening to that, those little messages, those little whispers, then, you know, oceans are going to part for you and things going to be a lot easier because you are following your mission that you'll put on this world to do. So um,
0: just listen to that. Mm, that was beautiful. Well, I feel like that's the perfect place for us to pause this interview. And if people do want to reach out, I'll pop your contact details, your website and everything on the show notes. So thank you so much for your wisdom and for your time today and for those parting words, which I just think are perfect. Thank you so much, Ash.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to hug you again and put you on the fusion stage in May. Thank you so much, Juliet. Yay.
0: That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.